1: Hello, hello. So today's episode is all about to DIY or not to DIY. DIY, of course, meaning do it yourself. And this is just sort of in response to the idea that if you want to have a budget wedding, if you don't want to spend too much on your wedding, if you want to make it super personal, the best way to do that is all of these DIY projects. And people are DIYing everything. (laughs) It's usually decor, but like flowers, people are making their own outfits. Some people are putting together the food for the day. Um, Hopefully no one's building their own chairs and tables, but I'm sure some people are, you know, doing their own lighting, their own backdrops, their own flowers, their own centerpieces, basically everything, every part of the wedding, people are trying to do it themselves. And as you can probably tell from the tone in my voice and the title of this episode, I do not think all things or most things need to be DIY'd. It is, you know, sort of heralded as, oh, this is the way to make, uh, you know, keep your wedding on budget, to save some money, but that is not always the case. So, there are tons of times when DIY is just not worth it. And I'm going to get into some of those examples. So, Starting right off the top, people always say, hey, if you want to have a budget wedding, you've got a DIY. I tried to join a budget wedding group on Facebook thinking like, oh, this is going to be great. Like a lot of, you know, like minded couples, people who aren't trying to spend a ton on their wedding, people who are, you know, a little bit unconventional, non-traditional, getting rid of expensive things, putting their money towards things they actually care about. But actually it was just like a ton of people trying to share a different like DIY um, not recipes, but like plans, <laughs> um, tutorials, I guess, videos, Pinterest boards, uh, people talking about like things that they were getting really cheap from the dollar store. People trying to resell things on Facebook Marketplace. And I was just like, oh, this is not this is not what I'm looking for. Because yes, you know, I probably could be described as a budget bride, but I'm also like a stress free less time on wedding planning kind of bride. And I think there's a lot of people who fall into that category. You know, they want to save money. They don't want to stress out about their wedding, but they also don't want to be running around to every Hobby Lobby in the city to find, you know, 85 different vases that happen to be 50 cents off today. Because at the end of the day, that's probably not actually saving you all that much money because you're spending so much time and energy just stressing out about this thing to get it done. So it is not true that DIY is always the cheaper option. And all the time when you see those tutorials online, that's the word I was looking for tutorials. Um, When you see those tutorials online, it's like, Oh, wow, you know, look, this thing, if you went into a florist, this would cost you $800. But I'm going to make it for 50. But actually, a lot of that stuff can really, really add up a lot of the times in my experience, at least when I'm scrolling through those tutorials, I'm like, oh, wow, I actually have none of these things. Like I don't have this fancy glue. I don't have this fancy box cutter or paint or tape or whatever else it is. So I have to go out to the craft store. And of course, it's, you know, really expensive. And you have to buy all these weird specialty things that you're, you know, you might not ever use again. So it can actually really add up. To do all of these DIY projects, especially if you have a ton of projects that are going to involve a ton of different supplies, because maybe it's a situation where, like, oh, hey, you know, if you already own a laminator machine, I don't know what this project is, (laughs) you know, if you already own a laminator machine, or if all of your projects are about laminating, sure, it makes sense to to invest and to buy this machine. But if only one of your projects, you know, needs to be laminated, and you have to go out and buy this fancy laminator machine, that's probably not a good use of your money. You also have to remember that time is money. And I know that's, sounds like some sort of like corporate America, big thing to be like, oh, time is money. Um, But it is so (laughs) value your time, even if it's a situation where like, it's not like you're taking the day off work to do your DIY projects, or you know, maybe you are. Um, then you literally are losing are losing money. But just value your time. If you're spending eight hours every weekend on DIY projects, add all that up. Like what else could you have been doing with that time that would have been way that more valuable, better use of it. Maybe you do have a side hustle or you're like an entrepreneur or you work, um, you know, your own hours and you really actually could have been working during that time instead of spending all of it on crafting and DIY projects. Another reason why DIY is not always worth it, and this is going to be a little controversial, but I'm going to say it because I think we're all thinking it, it can look cheap. And everyone has very different versions of what they think looks cheap. There's definitely been things that I've seen online and been like, oh my god, that's gorgeous. And people saying, you know, oh, that's hideous. That's so tacky. That's not my thing. And then vice versa. I'll see something and go, oh, my God, that's so ugly. And people are absolutely loving it. So different strokes for different folks. Everyone has their own version of, you know, what they think is gorgeous, what they think is ugly, what they think is tacky or cheap, what they think is fancy and luxurious. But basically, if the thing you are trying to DIY looks nothing like, you know, the model in the tutorial looks nothing like the pictures looks nothing like what the professional version would have been, then, you know, maybe it is going to look a little cheap. And again, depending on who you are, maybe you care about that, maybe you don't, I assume you want whatever you're working on to look good because, you know, you put time and money into it. Obviously, you've decided it's something that you want at your wedding. So it's important to you. But you know what I'm talking about there. are Sometimes, you know, you just see something and you're like, Oh, yeah, that looks like someone who had no clue what they were doing tried to put that together. (laughs) Um, And that's obviously not the look you're going for for your wedding. And unfortunately, I think, Uh, A lot of the times when you do see something at a wedding that looks, you know, cheap isn't the nicest word, but something that just doesn't look professional, doesn't look high quality, doesn't look like it was made very well. Often it is a DIY situation because if you had hired, you know, a professional to put it together or had just purchased something, obviously it would have been um, a better quality because it's somebody expert who knows what they're doing, who is putting it together another reason why diy is not always worth it is oftentimes it's things that nobody really cares about and this is a (laughs) harsh truth i think if you go back to my wedding planning truths i have a whole section on this but there are so many things that your guests do not care about they don't care what your centerpieces are they don't care what your favors are they don't care what your signs look like they don't care about your pipe and draping or your flowers or your charger plates or your glassware Anything like that. Like, try to think back to the last wedding you attended. Um, and unless you were taking notes, you know, for your own wedding, like, what were the centerpieces? What was the favor that was given out? What did the signs look like? I have no idea. <laughs> I went to a wedding in, I think my last one was 2019, and I have no idea what the centerpieces look like. I don't remember what the tables looked like. I don't remember if there were flowers, what they looked like. I don't remember the chairs. Um, The only things that really stand out for me from that wedding, I remember the bride had a beautiful dress. I remember the groom's vows were very sweet. Um, There was something about the cake, but I honestly can't remember if it was something good or something bad. (laughs) Uh, I remember the bar was not an open bar and drinks were very expensive. Um, And I think that's it that's like, you know, those are my big takeaways from that day. So there are so many things that your guests are just not going to care about, or they're not going to notice. And so often, those are the things that people spend all of their time and all of their money and all of their energy uh, trying to DIY. When you go into these Facebook groups about, you know, the budget brides or whatever, these crafty, places on the internet you see people just like really stressing out like oh my god do I have enough on my centerpiece and they have like a wooden log and a vase and candles and flowers and a picture frame and beads and petals and they're like oh I have to go you know I'm just gonna run out to these three more stores to buy seven more of this thing and then I have to go to this other store to buy another thing and order this one thing online and it's like nobody cares (laughs) nobody cares what your centerpiece looks like it's really not gonna make a difference if anything it's just kind of gonna get get in the way as people are eating dinner. No one is going to remember it. You probably won't even remember it. And you're spending all of this time and money and energy on this, you know, piece of decor that really nobody cares about. (laughs) I'm almost done shitting on DIYs, I promise. My one of my last points here is that DIYing can actually be really, really stressful. I know so many people decide to take on DIY projects because they think it's going to save them money. Um, They think it's going to make their wedding more personal, and they end up super, super stressed about it. They spend all their time on it. They're staying up late, they're dedicating weekends and anytime, you know, after work, before work to, to this project, they're stressing about getting it right. They're going back and forth to the tutorial, looking at videos on YouTube, buying books about it. Um, you know, situations you hear of couples, it's the night before the wedding and they've decided they're they're going to DIY their flowers. So they're up until three in the morning trying to arrange bouquets and watching YouTube videos about it. And someone has to run out to the craft store and buy a special type of twine and tape. And they're not sure if they're going to look good. And like, is that really how you want to spend the night before your wedding? Probably not. That's super, super stressful. And really, in my opinion, not the point of doing a DIY. So, to sum up <laughs> all of the things that I don't love about DIY and why I think sometimes DIY projects are not worth it. They can actually cost more despite being, you know, told that this is the budget way to do things. DIY can actually cost you more. They can also cost you more when it comes to your time and time is money. They can look uh, quote unquote cheap or just, you know, not professional, not quality. They're often things that nobody really cares about like centerpieces or favors and they can be really, really stressful. So another reason why I'm not the biggest fan of DIY is so often we hear of, it's usually brides, I will say, Um, you know, they're going to have a crafter noon, they're going to invite all of their bridesmaids over to work on these projects, and it's going to be super fun. And on paper, that sounds great, like hanging out with your besties, drinking wine, doing some crafts, it's basically like a paint night. But you know, at the end of the the night, you're actually going to have something useful for your wedding. Awesome. But so many times, this uh, is not as fun as it sounds. It doesn't really turn out to be this fun paint night. Because you know, if, you, if you've if you ever been to a paint night, the emphasis really is on hanging out, drinking wine. And yeah, okay, you get to make something and bring it home. But nobody is there checking to make sure that like, oh my god, you you painted this thing wrong, like you did a bad job. Nobody cares. You, you get to take your painting home. You can do whatever you want with it. Um, but in these sort of, you know, wedding crafternoons or whatever you want to call it, these crafting parties, it's super stressful because you're making something for the wedding. And often there can be a lot of pressure um, and it can often feel like the again, it's usually a bride, but, you know, bridegroom, however, it can often feel like that person is putting a ton of stress on their friends and is basically You know, trying to treat them as if they are hired help and professional crafters rather than just friends who are coming out, coming over to hang out. It's not a hangout. It is putting your friends to work. And I've ranted about this in past episodes, but agreeing to be part of the wedding party is not agreeing to um become a professional pinterester and a crafter it is not agreeing to hours and hours of diy projects and coming over every weekend and staying up super late to get these things done so it's great you know if you well i don't think it's great but if you as a couple decide you want to have these diy projects for your wedding sure that's your choice but i don't believe that you're able to sort of force that onto your wedding party and make that part of their "Quote unquote job. Because again, being in the wedding party is not a job. It's an honor. You are asking these people to stand up with you because you love them and you want to honor the place that they have in your life and how much they've supported you and your relationship. You are not asking them to be in your wedding party because you need somebody to throw you a bachelor, a bachelorette, because you need someone to put together a bouquet for you or a centerpiece because you just want them to have to spend a ton of money on outfits and hotels and things like that. Not the point. I will stop ranting about that. I've done an episode. episode on it in the past, and I'll probably do another one in the future. But um, just you know, keeping in mind that these crafting parties are not always fun. They can actually be super stressful for you, super stressful for your wedding party. Um, some people just aren't into crafts. This is just not their idea of a good time and you shouldn't be allowed to sort of rope them in and force them <laughs> to work on crafts for your wedding. It's also uh, you know a bit stressful on you because you don't know how good these people are at crafting. If you tell everyone, hey, sit down, you're all gonna make your own bouquet. What if half of them look ugly? and you know that's not something you want in photos you want all the bouquets to look good now you're kind of in a weird situation where you have to tell people hey that craft i forced you to do you did a bad job it's awkward trying to coordinate schedules i saw in a facebook group you know somebody was saying oh i'm having all my bridesmaids over and we're going to put together our bouquets but these few can't make it so i'm trying to figure out another time they can come over it's like what like they don't their job is not putting together their bouquet. They don't have to come over another time and, you know, make a bouquet under your watchful eye. If you want the bouquets made, you make the bouquets. (laughs) Sorry, I get really upset about this. I really firmly, firmly believe the wedding party is supposed to just be an honor and it's, you know, a fun time. It's not supposed to be a job. It's not supposed to be work. And I don't think it's fair how some couples treat their wedding party as if they have signed up for a job and they get mad at them for not spending money on certain things or, you know, planning parties or doing crafts and things like that. Um, And then, you know, on the other hand, it, it can be tough for you if, the crafts don't turn out the way you want them to. You might end up wasting a ton of money if, you know, everyone messes up on the first version of the centerpiece. Now you have to go out and buy all these new supplies. So these yeah, these crafting parties, craft afternoons, whatever you want to call them, they sound fun and, you know, super low key and a good hang and they can be. There's definitely been crafting parties with, you know, friends or family members of the wedding party that are chill and are just fun and a good time, everyone hanging out. But they can also be super stressful and expensive and sometimes result in crafts that don't look all that good. (laughs) Okay. Now that I have bashed on DIY uh, for the last 15 minutes here, I'm going to transition into when it's actually a good time to DIY. And of course, as everything I say on this podcast, I'm one person, this is my opinion, my advice, you obviously can tell I have some hang ups when it comes to DIYing and the wedding party, obviously. So honestly, when should you DIY whenever the hell you want to, you could ignore this turn this off right now and head right back to your Pinterest projects. But in my opinion, Here are some of the, you know, signs to look out for, the the checklist of when you should DIY something. First of all, it should be something that does not require any professional skills. If you are deciding to DIY something that in most cases a professional takes care of, for example, um, let's say the catering. You've decided you're going to do your own catering. You're going to cook the meal for everyone instead of hiring a caterer, except for you have 200 guests and you don't own any hot plates and you've never cooked for more than five people. That's just, that's going to be a terrible time. It's going to be super stressful, probably really expensive, um, probably just, you know, an awful experience for your guests as they're waiting for food. It's just, it's not going to be pretty. So if it's something that doesn't require, you know, a professional skill, if someone didn't have to go to school and, you know, learn how to do this, then maybe it's something you can take on. You also want to be really realistic about the amount of time and money that's going in going to go into your DIY project. So do your homework, figure out exactly how long it's going to take and be realistic. Is that, you know, time and money you actually want to dedicate to that project? Is this a good use of your time and money? Could you be putting it somewhere else? Uh, in my opinion, I think your DIY project should not be something that is central to the wedding. So like catering. So you don't want to pick something that's really going to be, um, you know, a huge problem if you mess it up. So if you did something, for example, like centerpieces, as I said, most people do not care about centerpieces, they won't notice them. So if you end up messing up or not finishing or deciding to just, you know, call it, you don't want to do it anymore. Not a big deal. You can still totally get married without centerpieces. However, if it's something like catering, and you decide, you know, at the 11th hour, oh my god, this is terrible. I burnt all the food, nothing is ready. Okay, I'm not going to do it. Well, now you're kind of in a sticky situation because you have 200 people who are going to be hungry and you know, sitting at tables expecting some food. So try to pick the a DIY project that is not absolutely central to your wedding. Another reason to DIY is because you're actually a crafty person and you enjoy crafting. If you are that kind of person who, you know, you are already making your own, I don't know, coasters or placemats or you know you like to knit your own sweaters and you have an etsy shop and all these things if you are a crafty person of course that's going to lend itself to diy you probably have a lot of the supplies already you probably have a lot of the skills already and it's something you actually enjoy so spending eight hours on the weekend crafting might actually be really, really fun for you. Like, that's probably what you were going to do anyways. And now you get to, you know, put it towards your wedding. That's amazing. It's going to look good. You already have the skills, you already have the supplies, and it's something you love to do. However, if you are the opposite of that, if you're, you know, you've never crafted before, you absolutely hate it, you don't like getting messy, you don't like going to craft stores, this just like really isn't your thing, don't force yourself to do it. You're not going to be happy, you're not going to save yourself, you know, any time, any money, any stress, because it's all going to be going into that craft project you didn't even want to do. Lastly, if you are going to DIY, know when to walk away. Know when you need to either call in a professional or just give it up. Know what your limits are. Know that staying up till three in the morning, the night before your wedding with, you know, bloodshot eyes, tears coming down your face because you just can't get your bouquets together. That's not where you want to be. That's not a good option. So, you know, sort of know your exit plan. What's going to happen if this DIY doesn't come together, you know, What's the sign going to be? How are you going to know when it's time to call it? It could be something like, hey, if I don't have the bouquets ready, you know, five days before, I'm going to call it because or if I don't have a you know, if I don't do a sample bouquet at least two weeks before that I'm happy with, I'm going to call in a professional or I'm going to go without bouquets. I'm just going to give it up. So know what your exit plans are. So despite me totally shitting all over DIYs this whole episode, I don't think they're the worst. I think there's definitely a time and a place for them. And I have been to weddings that had, you know, a little DIY touch, something personal. And it's like, oh, that's really sweet. That's really nice that, you know, the couple spent time on this. I have been a part of some of these crafting parties, these DIYs with the wedding party. And even though they were a little bit stressful and, (laughs) you know, um, yeah, a little bit stressful at the time. And we stayed up probably later than we needed to. It did look nice in the end. And I guess that is good. Was it worth it? I don't know. Uh, But there definitely is a time and a place for a DIY. So to summarize, when to DIY, do it if it's something that does not require professional skills or schooling, if you can be realistic about the amount of time and money you want to spend on it, if it's not something that is central to the wedding, if you are just naturally a crafty person and you enjoy this sort of thing, and if you know when to walk away. Best of luck with your DIY or not DIY projects! Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I really appreciate it. And I hope you found the episode helpful. If you really want to make my day, you can leave me a rating and a review. Follow along so you don't miss the next episode and tell a friend about the show. Remember, you shouldn't be spending your wedding day managing other people's feelings.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with quins.